The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello there, football fans. I'm RJ Ochoa. This is the SB Nation NFL Show. More specifically, this is Monday Football. Monday we air. Shocker here on Mondays. This is Labor Day Monday, so happy Labor Day to all of you. It is Monday Football Monday, which means we are streaming live. Make sure you follow the SB Nation NFL account on Twitter. Like us on Facebook so you can participate in our Monday chats every single week. This is week one of the National Football League 2021 season. A very awkward way for me to say that, so apologies to all. Uh, Every week we will recap every single game that happens. That's right, we will touch on them all. I say we because it is not just me. I am joined by the most handsome, the most debonair, the best accented, the best dressed, the most finely acquired person uh, really that I've ever known. Uh, From Arrowhead Pride at SB Nation, the second best blog that Estimation has to offer. Blog of the boys, obviously, number one. Leading Green Nation is solid number three. Uh, it is Pete Sweeney. Pete, how goes it? Happy Labor Day, my friend. Happy Labor Day. I can't believe we're on. It's it's unbelievable that it's week one of the NFL season. It's been a little bit of a weird offseason in the sense that we got a bonus bye week at the beginning, which doesn't typically happen. So I, I'm trying to be patient and waiting for these week one games, but we do start on Thursday night with the Dallas Cowboys. How are you feeling? Very excited. Very nervous because the last time a team with a star quarterback and a patchy offensive line, which we'll get to, uh, took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at this stadium specifically in a game that the whole world watched, <laughs> it did not go well for the non-Buccaneers team, um, something that you obviously have an extensive amount of experience on. Uh, today, Pete, we're going to touch on, unfortunately, the latest way that COVID-19 has impacted the NFL and because it's the Monday of week one and because we are the top dogs. Let's be honest. You know, we we've danced right. around it, Pete. You know, other shows are great, but there's only one Monday football Monday doubt, here on the Espionation right. NFL show. Do subscribe to the Espionation NFL show podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple devices, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, whatever. Uh, leave a rating, write a review or else Pete will be sad. Pete needs the reviews really is what this is about. Um, they're like, I would like to read one. You typically always decide to read it. I would like to read it at some point. Just I, mean, to let you know. I would love to hear it in your beautiful baritone voice. Uh, but because this is the Monday of all Mondays, we are going to give our predictions. Who is going to win each division? Who is going to be each wildcard team? If you want, Pete, we can go deeper into the playoffs. We can get all fancy with it and whatnot. Um, I'm excited. Are you excited? If you if your excitement was a food, what would it be and why? <laughs> I guess a uh, funfetti cake. Like a cup, like the funfetti cupcake. 
That's how excited I am today. That's a hey. terrible answer. Our off to a normal start. You put me on the spot here. Um, I'm just thinking of celebration. And who doesn't like to celebrate with a little funfetti cupcake? What would you pick? Uh, the answer is an Oreo baked in um, chocolate chip, the like ch- chocolate chip cookie baked around mm-hmm. an Oreo. That's the answer. Maybe with a a nice steak. That's you know I like to celebrate things with. How do you like it cooked? Steakhouse. You medium, medium guy? Obviously medium rare. I mean, there's no other way to get it. Uh, yeah, like I said, that's facts. You got you got a fine palate there. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, um, so you want to go ahead and start, or do you want to just BS some more? It's up to you. No, let's let's do it. Let's let's start the NFL season right now. <laughs> like I feel like Ryan Seacrest, and um, so that yeah. makes you, I guess, like Kelly Ripa. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like st- firing the ball. You know what I mean? And it's like counting down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Kelly uh, Kelly's been a staple on that show forever. So I do appreciate uh, you giving me the Kelly nod there. Yeah, I mean, I'm she I'm honest. Regis, she was with Regis, with Regis and Strahan. I mean, you know, like Re- I, Kelly and Michael. Kelly I once heard um, on, I think it was an episode of Community, uh, somebody said that Ryan Seacrest is literally famous for being handsome. Do you agree with that? No. American mm-hmm. Idol. I remember the days of Regis and Kathy Lee, and it was very... All right. We've gone too deep in Kelly... the weeds. Let's get back to football. Right. Um, before we get to our predictions for division champions and whatnot, Pete, uh, I mentioned it right when we started. The Dallas Cowboys will, in fact, be visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some would say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, without the best player on their team. Zach Martin, all-world right guard, uh, prior to last season, had literally been an all-pro and pro bowler every year of his NFL career. Obviously, last season was broken for the Cowboys in a number of ways, but tested positive for COVID-19 on Saturday. He is vaccinated for all the people that care. Um, He experienced flu-like symptoms, loss of taste, and he has already been ruled out. This isn't a matter of if, this isn't a matter of hypothetical. He is not going to play for the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. Uh, this is an offensive line that really struggled last year at times without Zach Martin. This is an offensive line that is charged with protecting Dak Prescott, a quarterback who missed a lot of time last year and who got paid this offseason. And as mentioned, going up against a team that uh, took advantage of Apache offensive line last time it played a football game. Yeah, and it's a team that retained pretty much everybody. They basically did exactly what the Chiefs did after they won the Super Bowl and kept pretty much all of their starters. And so you're facing the most talented uh, or one of the most talented front sevens in the NFL. Uh, To me, this makes me decide who I'm picking in that game. Not to say that I was ever really leaning heavily into the Cowboys, but I could see a scenario in which they uh, come out and, and win on Thursday night. Now I, it's just hard for me to to picture the Bucks not dominating defensively and not doing enough on the offense against what is what was not no no offense, RJ. It was a questionable Cowboys defense last year. We'll have to see if it's better this year, but I just think they have enough firepower to probably get this W. Yeah, it's um it's tough to imagine the Cowboys winning, obviously. And right before we started recording, Pete was late, which is the reason we got off to a late That's start not true. on the stream. I mean, let's uh, not lie to the people here. You 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 said you had an interview with Roger Staubach. Uh, uh, no, but we did have one last November in the Blog of the Boys podcast <laughs> network, so people can go listen to that. Subscribe uh, to the Blog of the Boys podcast network. As we're name dropping, uh, if you're a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, we're getting Tracy Wolfson on Thursday. Look How at that. that. I know. On the sidelines with uh, Tony and Jim for the game, so that's exciting. That's very cool. Uh, check out Thank the Airhead Pride Podcast Network this week as well. Um, as uh, one of the goats in the world of sideline reporting, uh, we'll join yeah. Airhead Pride. But... Um, 
this is tough, Pete, and I think this is a somber note for week one to start on. I know that Zach Martin isn't the guy that's in the Sunday Night Football intro with Kerry Underwood, so maybe your average NFL fan doesn't know of him. Uh, but this Gotta go this back does, to the original O Sunday Night, but continue. Uh, this does yank one of the best players in the NFL out of the yes. game. And this news came um, on a weekend, the weekend rather, that Tom Brady's interview with the Tampa Bay Times surfaced where Brady mentioned that he himself tested positive after the Buccaneers Super Bowl parade. He shared that his parents had tested positive. And I'm not at all saying that I did not realize that COVID was going to play a role in this season. But I mean, this Tom Brady saying this was significant to me. Tom Brady said that he believes that COVID will play a larger role in this NFL season than it did last NFL season. And again, like this isn't no. this. I mean, look, I mean, look again, like why would you doubt that person of all, of all people to declare this? He would feel, I, I would feel like he would be the, the person that we could most count on, so to speak. No, no, there's no way it could be more than last year, but I think it'll be more than we were maybe thinking at the beginning of the off season or even recently. I, I think It'll have it, it's not like it's over. Like, I think we went into maybe this offseason and when the vaccine first came out and and it seemed like it was completely foolproof and, and who knows, you wouldn't need to get into the vaccine conversation. But it seemed like maybe we were taking that. We'll talk vaccine on his personal podcast. Uh, Pete's pontification. <laughs> well, that's, that's the furthest thing I'm going to comment on. So um, what I'm saying is it, it did seem like, OK, that's in our rearview mirror and it's just going to be a flawless season potentially. And I think we're seeing right now, very obviously, it's not. Now, I don't think it's going to be anything like last year. I think you'll have cases. I think there might be cases with every team at some point where a guy is ruled out here and there. I do not think you're going to be having Wednesday night football and Friday night football and Tuesday night Well, we know we, we won't because the NFL said they're not going to do that, right? And so... You'll, you teams th- will be punished and, and right. forfeit if, they, if it gets out of hand. Who I did not think that, that was possible. But here's the thing. I think before last year, we looked at the NFL and they said, okay, what these rules are set in stone, right? And, and they are what they are. The NFL never budges the shield, yada, yada. As time went on, things that were staples for years, hundreds of years, generations, it, it changed hundreds on the, on the fly. To be clear. <laughs> well, I guess around 100, right? So the Chiefs won this, the Super Bowl in the NFL. And so um, it's an asterisk year. It didn't really count. And so the Chiefs are still the champions is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but, but they changed on the fly. So, yeah, I understand, RJ, that that they said teams will forfeit and they're just not going to change dates. But if this gets out of hand and they, they need to pivot, we have learned in the past year and change that they will. And so, I, I, I like I said, I, I think it's going to be a bigger impact than maybe we first bargained for at the beginning of COVID. But I disagree with Tom Brady. There's no way, in my opinion, that it could be like last year uh, where games are flying. They're potentially adding a week 18. I'd, I'd be surprised if we ever even see a forfeit. I think the NFL will try their best here to make sure that no team has to forfeit unless they were, are completely egregious like we saw um, with the Denver Like the, like the Titans situation. early last season or something The Broncos like that. where they had to start the wide receiver. Oh, you mean that way? Yeah. I mean... I don't know, man. And look, the Cowboys only had six players placed on the COVID list all of last season, so it was, wasn't a lot. But they've already exceeded that. It yeah. like here we're talking on the Monday of Week One, um, and so and I, we talk about this a lot. But we tend to live in our own worlds, um, you know, within our within the SB Nation universe, right? Like you tend to live in Chiefs world, I tend to live in Cowboys world, so on and so forth. And so maybe I'm just looking at things through that prism right now. But it does feel heavier. I would have never 
I mean, the, the, the most dramatic things got for the Cowboys last year. They were scheduled to play the Baltimore Ravens on the Thursday after Thanksgiving. And that game got pushed back six days. So they ended up playing that on a Wednesday. And that was going to be Des Bryant's opportunity at revenge against the Cowboys. And about 30 minutes before that game, he was ruled inactive due to COVID protocols. And right. so that was the most dramatic thing that they saw. This definitely trumps that, obviously, with, with one of their better players not being able to play. Um, I I don't know that I would I would never want to say, like, oh, the, I definitely think the forfeiture is happening. But I I, de- I used to think, you know, over the last few months, I used to think that was impossible. I certainly can see a path towards that, you know, in, in, in not just in like a dramatic hypothetical. I think that that could legitimately happen. I, I thought it was ridiculous to think about it first, but I think that could legitimately happen. It'll be interesting to see and and, and how it plays an, an impact because, it, you know, we're about to pick divisions in the next segment. A lot of times these divisions come down to a game. Right. And and or two, you know, and it could really sway a team in one way where they win the division or another where if there is a forfeit and uh, suddenly they're out of the playoffs, which would be wild to think about. Just unprecedented. We're in unprecedented times. I think the NFL will adjust here on the fly to try their absolute hardest. It's hardest. All the teams hardest to get every game in where nobody has to forfeit. But it will be really interesting. And, and you know. I mean, this is a passionate league with passionate fans. The fans are not going to be happy if if a team is is forfeiting and they've invested time and money and season tickets and whatnot into this team. Uh, so, like I said, uh, I, I think yes, I think COVID will play a role um, in this season, and let's just hope it's not significant like it was last year. Me Heifke uh, on Twitter says that it has already impacted the Cowboys more this season than last, which again is the point that I brought up. Um, and so I could see it, you know, being a thing. Unfortunately, I, I hope it's not. Um, but um, yeah, this is um, this is tough cookies um, to. I mean, look, it's Dak Prescott's first game back, and you're throwing him up against a really powerful pass rush without his best offensive lineman on the team. Uh, certainly not ideal. You mentioned it, Pete. You can't wait. You you literally you told me that you slept only two hours last night because you were That's so it. pumped to pick division champions. That's um, a total of 120 minutes. Right. The time has come. Uh, do you have any thoughts before we do this? Do you want to add any disclaimers? Do you want to just, you know, now is the time because these are, I think it's safe to say we speak on behalf of the entire SB Nation NFL show. They all agree with us. Right. Um, so do you want to add any sort of, no. you know, so this is how I'm feeling right now. I, what I would say is I'm going to share my unofficial predictions. I, I usually send them out in a tweet on Thursday nights, uh, right before the, the game starts. And so those will be my official ones. They'll probably be very similar to this. I'm not going to really change too much, but I, I, I like to think about it for a few days, you know? I do want to um, let the viewer and the listener know that, uh, you know, a little peek behind the curtain here, Pete, show everybody how the sausage is made. Yeah. Um, we use a Google Doc for our show, right? You know, it. little bit, little rundown that, that we doc. like to have. Uh, I and I have, been, I have listed literally all of my division champions. Right. Pete has not, so I like to keep them separate. I have the list <laughs> in front of me right here because if I if I showed you in the Google Doc who I was picking, what fun would that be? I wouldn't get to I'm see your reaction saying, live. You know, it's a little bit more difficult to steer the I, show if I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like it's hard for example, to make... you picked. You, oh you, wait a minute! Don't do that yet. You know because we got exactly gotta, we got to hey, sound the exactly. alarm that we're starting. You know what I mean? Like you so, picked uh, the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Why would you do that? You know, I now, didn't pick now the Cowboys. Now everybody's getting out of here. Nobody's listening. Now to the you're rest. probably yeah. wondering 
Now you're probably wondering who who did Pete pick if it wasn't the Cowboys. So I'll do you, you want to start with the NFC East? Is that what we're Coming doing? Up. I wasn't going to do that, but if you want, we can. Yeah, the zero and one as of Friday, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's your pick, right? I want you to know that if the Dallas Cowboys win on Thursday, I will be relentless in our personal Slack <laughs> channel. Just just so you know, you have will... been. And what is fitting about this in our own personal friendship, and and it feels like fate. You've been family. on me. You, you, you know, you've been on me about the, right the, the way the Super Bowl went for the whole off season, and then now you get to play that team, and now you don't even have it. <laughs> it's the same situation with you where you're missing your best offensive and, lineman and, and best player. And if player. Dak Prescott pulls it off, or Patrick Mahomes didn't, I will be <laughs> relentless. Um, I will say, I, if anybody... I, I have famously or maybe infamously told you in our Slack channel that Alex Smith was a better quarterback than Tony Romo. And he might All right, let's go. Prescott. Let's start with the NFC North. Um, I apologize to our, to the, to our great, the incredible producer, Rachel. I listed a joke here. Um, it was not serious, but <laughs> I listed the Minnesota Vikings just cause it felt good, uh, yeah. to do that. I wanted to put the Chicago bears, but Matt Nagy is, um, is against fun and against good things, uh, right. which is why he's starting Andy Dalton this Sunday night, the bears and Rams. Holy crap. I'm so pumped. Next week we'll be recapping about how the Rams beat the crap out of Andy Dalton. But um, unfortunately, Pete, the NFC North, I have the Green Bay Packers winning at some things just never change, which really sucks. But I got the Packers. I agree. I, it's hard to pick against. I think in the conference, um, you finally got what is Aaron Rodgers back in the mix. I'm really interested to see what happens with Randall Cobb and what his numbers look like. I think that's really a, a special thing for uh, Green Bay to have that duo back together. I it, It's just... They're the best team in the division. It would be stunning if any other team were, was able to knock off the Packers here. Yeah, if somebody did, who would it be? Would it be? I because I I would contend that it would be the Bears if Fields came in and and got hot the way we've seen you know happen with rookie quarterbacks yeah. in different situations. It's not going to be the Lions and it's not going to be the Bears. I don't think unless, as you're saying, Andy Dalton is replacing the Tigers or the Omas week three and Fields. But that's such a a question we don't know what fields is going to look like and he's not even getting the chance to start right away anyway as of this moment and you just look at the division now you don't even have matt stafford and, and who knows like maybe the lions could have made a run, run in the past that's not going to happen with golf uh and so to me uh, i i would say minnesota if any team but to me it's it's not going to happen if you're one of those other three teams you're either winning a wild card or not making the playoffs all right um so we move on to the nfc south this one should be quick um, we have the Bucks, right? We have the Buccaneers here, the team that beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Just in case you forgot, yeah, the, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and pick the team that's going to be victorious by about three touchdowns on Thursday. I'll go with the Tampa. Oh, the audacity! Um, seven and a half is the line. Hammer. I wonder. I don't know what it was last week before the Zach Martin news. I can't imagine it moved substantially. Maybe maybe a point or two, but I've I've. I might take the well. Vegas knew that he had COVID before he he knew he had COVID. That's I mean, true. That, that's how locked in they are. So they it, it barely moves. So we both believe the Buccaneers. Is this the division champion that we are the most certain of? Or and you don't have to no. tell me which one. So you have another division champion, but that's not the Chiefs. Do you have a division champion that you're mo more yes. certain of? Yeah. Wow. Even the Chiefs. Even more. Even than the Chiefs. So you're more certain about a, a non-Chiefs team winning their division than you are even the Chiefs winning the AFC West. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Look at that! Oh. Don't we all know? Don't we all know which division that is? Do you want me to tell you? Now I don't. I know. Again, do you not understand the purpose of our jobs here? And to uh, build up, just you, you know. keep me. Just keep me in the order of, of where you um, want to go with this. this if is there was baby. a if there was a threat 
to the Buccaneers in, in terms of a team winning the division, the NFC yeah. South, it's definitely the Atlanta Falcons, right? That's the right. only team that can legitimately challenge them. Well, let's see. I, I don't know. I, I like this division better than, than people realize. Now, I got to see Jameis play. Let's see if Jameis Winston is really reinvented. Uh, I think Sam Darnold will be better with, with that um, those weapons that he has in Carolina. It's going to be really tough to get more wins than the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, for example, this division screams competitiveness to me way more than the division we just talked about in the North. And and so, um, I because I just think there's a lot of wait and see. Matt Ryan, you never know what kind of run he could go on. Whole new coaching staff there. And then you just don't know with New Orleans and Carolina because of the new quarterback situations. Like, let's let weeks one to four. There, there are teams every year that come out of the woodwork, so to speak. And who came out can, of the woodwork last year? That could be New Orleans or Carolina. Um, who came out besides Tampa last year? Who Maybe. came out? Of, well, we know the WFT for sure. Uh, <laughs> they came out and they, um, they were firing. I mean, Maybe Miami a little bit, you could say, although the Miami. work was kind of obvious. That's a good I mean, example. Yes. Um, I mean, shocker here. I'm good at the things I say. Um, yeah, Miami okay. is a good example where you didn't really predict it. You didn't see it coming. I, I think that that division is ripe for New Orleans or Carolina to be one of those teams. This is surprise people because a lot of people are writing off the Saints because of no more Drew Brees and are not really taking Carolina seriously. CMC should be back. I, I like that team, too. So let's see how that division goes. I uh, I'm fighting off a sneeze, which if we were just recording this like a normal podcast, wouldn't be a big deal. But you know, we're right. streaming live, so Ray Show yeah. could cut it out. I mean, out of the live show, you know. So it's right. I, I just well, I'm fighting. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I'm a hero. Um, I'm not a hero, you know. I just I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be fighting by readjusting my schedule after you were 15 minutes to start this recording. Anyway, uh, the NFC East, America's team, certainly right. You can't possibly be serious with anything else. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Uh, I am picking the Philadelphia Eagles here. Pete, oh my gosh. I What? Not, not picking the Cowboys makes sense, and I'm yeah. higher or less down on the Eagles than most, but please explain your logic. There's no way the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll, I'll place a burrito bet on this with you right now. So here's the deal. They got the new coaching staff in, and in my right. opinion, they might have the best quarterback in the division. I know that even the, holy the, crap, Pete. I know even the team doesn't feel that way, and they've oh, made that abundantly God. clear. But there are times when I'm watching Jalen Hurts, and I'm saying this guy can get to nine and eight, which is all you need to win this division. You don't have to be. I think that's such a reckless assumption that like the division is going to be uh, one again that can be won. You know what? By barely being, you could have won it with six wins last year. I know, but it's a different year. You, you just mentioned like things change in the NFL year to year. Like just because the NFC East was that bad does not mean that it is going to be that bad again. It will be bad, but it, I don't think it will be winnable with a below. I'll make two burrito bets with you right now. That <laughs> you want to put Cow two on the line? Now I will say first of all that the Cowboys will win the NFC East over the Eagles, so we can each take one team. That way, I'm not just taking the field while you're taking the Eagles. And I will say that the NFC East could not be won with a sub 500 record. I just said that the Eagles are going nine and eight to win the division. That's okay. what I think. So then, where do you stand on the burrito bets? Yeah, take I'll take them all. I, I believe in the Eagles. They got so you really believe that Jalen Hurts is really the like, best quarterback yeah. in the division. I think he has that potential. We don't know. 
That's what was so maddening about last year. We saw him for, what, three or four games? We didn't really have a chance to see a body of work. And the fact that that's still a question, and I, I just I look at, at teams with new coaches, too. There's some, some juice that comes with new coaching staff. Um, the offensive line, you had Jason Kelsey, who was a question, because back in the mix, Zach Ertz was a question going into the offseason. He's still there. He's he's um, reacclimated with the team. Is everything has been forgiven? I it's not an it's not a hard division to win if you just have. Uh, and I'm not going to curse here, but if you have your s together, I, I said ass uh, on previous shows, and then I got. It sounded like that. you said it right there. Honestly, that's what I thought. If you, you have said. your s, if you have your your s together, you could win a division, and I, I feel that about the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, Pete. I'm looking forward to the burritos. I already have one. I forgot the other bet we made. I know we had one. Uh, I mean, they're going to be staring at the division rankings on Sunday, and there's going to be a team below them with uh, the 0-1 record, so that's going to feel good going into their first game. The NFC West. You go first. Who you got? All right. The NFC West. I have the Los Angeles Rams propelled. Mm by the McVay-Stafford connection. I went a little hard on the Detroit Lions for Jared Goff. Clearly a worse quarterback than Stafford. I think this is going to be a mighty upgrade for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Sean McVay is going to finally be able to do what he does, and and I, I'm excited to see what the Rams look like with this new quarterback. Peter King wrote in his Football Morning in America today that he believes Stafford could be the first quarterback to throw for 6,000 yards this season. Do you yeah. think that's possible? Yes. Yeah. Why not? I don't. Because I, I think I think their defense is too good. Like, I, like there's so much involved with getting to 6,000 yards. I don't think that the situation would dictate that for the Rams. This is really the, the biggest thing for me. But I mean, um, they're, they're, they're a couple of years off of going to a Super Bowl with golf. I like this defense. You have Aaron Donald and, and Jalen Ramsey and Rain Morris is the D coordinator who I really like. And I ended up losing Staley. And so then what's the question? Well, is the offense better? Oh my God, you changed that quarterback. It is tremendously better. And that's a division too that has been ripe for the taking for years. Uh, and I think that's going to be the best division in football. Uh, again and so it's going to be a tough division to win but I, i'm picking the ramps here um yeah, yeah me heifke says uh if he does stafford throwing for six thousand yards it means they're not winning the division i agree with that like that <laughs> would be point. that would be very not good for that's the good Rams point. if that happened um that's i mean stafford threw for five thousand yards in detroit and you know didn't really get them much but um can't make losing game makers is rough i don't disagree with you but i did want to I didn't want to go chalk with every division pick. So, like, I acknowledge that this isn't the most sound decision logically. Um, but I will take the Seattle Seahawks. You okay. mentioned that teams come out of the woodwork. Not that nobody has ever heard of the Seattle Seahawks or Russell Wilson or DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett or PK or whatever. But I think we – and there's, uh, there's a lot of problems there. So I'm not trying to say that there's not. But they won this division last year. You know what I mean? Like, I think we've just kind of like spent so much time being excited about the Rams and even the 49ers to an extent that I think we've just kind of forgotten a little bit about the Seahawks. So I, I will take the best quarterback in the division, the most experienced head coach in the division, the reigning division champions, and I'll feel fine with that. I realize it's a little bit of a bucking sort of pick, but I'm fine yeah. with that. Well, Seahawks. to tell you the truth here, uh, as I'm looking at, at my picks for the NFC, I have the entire division making the playoffs. 
I think it's unprecedented. Well, way to ruin the wild cards, Pete. Um, uh, <laughs> so, so I have the Seahawks. Your three wild cards in wild order. Card. Okay. Yeah, the Seahawks, the 49ers, and then the Cardinals. I mean, I think the division is that good. Where they may beat up on each other and go 500, but I th- I just like them better than the rest of the NFC. And so, really odd to say, and I know that certain things will have to break the team's way to to have. They would that have happen. to go 500 in the right way. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like for, for yes. like the, the math to work out. Yes, um, I know. So you have you have NFL history happening. That's this has never happened, obviously. Uh, yes. I mean, this is only the second season with three wildcard teams. But so you have the entire NFC West making it. Yes. So um, I know we didn't seed these, but I imagine you think Tampa's the one seed. We didn't seed them. I know. Yes. I, li- I literally just said that. Or the um, Packers. Okay, so then you have Arizona, or not Arizona, you have Arizona visiting the non, so Tampa, Green Bay. Right. 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 Um, and then you have the 49ers visiting the other one. No, because the, the first seed has the buy. So, right. right. Probably right. the Rams. Probably the Rams. Right. Yes, so, the Rams, Rams. Pro- Rams, probably the three seed. And then Seahawks, um, Eagles, baby. Let's get Wild Card Weekend started. Um. Anyway, uh, so I have. Philly. My, We're going to my, Philly. Cheese steaks for all. Um, how is there not a, a a meal in Kansas City called a chief steak? No, it's a barbecue place. But I mean, that no, that should still be a thing. A chief. They got steak. great chicken wings here too. The chicken wings don't get a, enough. Are you love. a drums or flats flats guy? You want to hear a hot take? I think Kansas City has better chicken wings than than Buffalo does. <laughs> Man, see, like, I know we've picked up <laughs> a lot of new listeners over the off season. For for anyone who wants to hear Pete humbled, go back and listen to the Monday Football Monday after the Super Bowl. That was a Pete uh, I've never seen before. No, but that but was Pete. Fine. Pete Look, is always like happened. Kansas Lost City has the best quarterback, the best wide receiver, the best Ball tight end, the best left tackle, the best right guard, the best eight. linebacker, the best corner, the best safety. Everything in Kansas City is better. We have the best barbecue, Matthews, the best chicken wings. We have the best the flavors of Gatorade. Oh. Kansas City is just the best. Um, Great. City. You didn't answer if you were drums or flats. Up and coming. Most most definitely drums. Little blue cheese on the side for sure. I will say this: uh, I'm a ranch guy as opposed to blue cheese. It bothers me so much that when you go to a wing place, the container for whatever sauce you're using is not wide enough for the wing. You know, they, like they bring a circular container, sure. and if you if you're eating a flat, it's difficult to get like the the container should be rectangular so you can dip you've the actually, whole. I think flat. you've told. I think you've said this to me before on the. I think I told you this when we when we ate. Uh, together in Miami. It's, it's, it's something I feel passionate about. You're coming up here, aren't you? November 21st, you're bringing the, the family from West Lakos yeah. uh, all the That's way right. up to, to Kansas City. It's uh, D- Dallas for the Preston Road Trophy. Um, and right. I'm going to bring you to the, the best wing place in the world, and that's the Peanut in Kansas City. We'll have some Anyway, my wild card teams uh, at the top, I do have the Los Angeles Rams, so I do have them getting in, obviously. Okay. Um, and I think that the Cowboys will be the the fourth seed. So there's your yeah, your matchup. For the um, will be the fourth seed. Yes. Um, I've got the 49ers as my second wild card. So I think we both had the Niners as the second wild card. Yes. Um, so I could see maybe again the NFC West being the three seed there. So there's your your divisional clash right there. Who's your wild and card four? Third three. Well, I wild say. card three. I have the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. Um. I think that yeah, that defense bad. could be okay if Kirk's okay. Like there's, there's a path where that's it's not terrible. I will say if Justin Fields starts at least thirteen games, which means it takes a month for it to happen. I'm I put the Bears in. 
So if Justin well, Fields starts at least 13 games, this I, is the I think, Bears, not the Vikings. I think there's only one way that the Vikings are able to make the postseason, and that's if we call the show Mond Day Football Mond Day. They're not, they're not making the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. I think the Arizona Cardinals sneak in there, and it ends up saving uh, the Cliff Kingsbury I think job. the Cardinals are really bad. I think that it's a little like they're a little bit gassed. You just have something against JJ Watt for some reason. I know you've always you've always had something against JJ Watt. I think JJ is delightful, but I think yeah. the Cardinals are a little bit of a paper tiger. Like I don't understand why everybody's all impressed because Kyler Murray's fast. Like is that what it is? He's dynamic. He's a, he's one of the fun, exciting quarterbacks to watch in this league, RJ. And so he's, he's going to be at, the last. He's going to lead after, the last team into the playoffs after the amazing. DeAndre Hopkins catch against Buffalo. The Arizona Cardinals won two games. And they were against the NFC East. And they could not win a week 17 game against the Rams without Jared Goff to get into the playoffs. I just don't buy this team. That's just me. But, you know, it is what it is. You're putting the Vikings there? You're putting your chips into Kirk Cousins? Again, Kirk if, if Justin Fields starts, I don't think the whole NFC West is making it. Um, and so then if we're finding a, an NFC team that we have not named, I think the Vikings are somewhat stable in terms of talent. And I, again, if Justin Fields starts 13 games, that's my answer, but, um, let's move to the AFC. So we don't run out of time. The AFC North, you want me to go first? You want to go first? How do you want to do this? Yeah, you can go first. Cleveland Browns. Woo! It's happening. Who get the dub on Sunday, wow. by the way, with Tracy Wolfson there. Um, Cleveland Browns. That's a ridiculous prediction. Um, <laughs> I like the Browns. Uh, I think they're fine. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't have them as the division winner. Uh, that, to me, is the Baltimore Ravens. I just think they're a better team. Uh, I think they, they've they been there before. I I think they, they sort of take it back. Uh, I think the Ravens probably don't get enough credit for being the team that can rival the Chiefs this year. A lot of people say it's Buffalo, it's Cleveland. Um, I think it's, it's definitely Buffalo. Baltimore is still very much in the mix, in my opinion, and I, I think they end up winning that division. I think Lamar Jackson is so underrated uh, and nationally, and I think people Somehow. don't pay him enough respect. And he was the MVP. I know. I, two, I agree. Completely. Two years ago, like I it, agree completely. I I don't see like that's somebody that's worth gassing up and hyping up. Kyler Murray hasn't earned that yet, but Kyler Murray certainly possesses that potential. I agree with you, but um, but yeah, we just like it's like oh yeah, all they have is Lamar. Even if that were true, like holy crap, it's Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Um, and so I, I have Baltimore making the playoffs. I just think Cleveland is a little bit more sound to me. The experience of almost beating Kansas city last year, when Patrick Mahomes was ahead of everybody else in the world and studied his opponent prior to playing them. Um, that game, got injured in that, game. that game was kind of like, um, you know how the Marvel movies have the credit, the scene in the credits afterwards yeah. that like, that like sets up the, the next movie. You know what I'm talking about? Right. That's what it felt like to me. Like they're setting well, up. Their, I look at it, I look at it completely rise. differently. Like Baker Mayfield had the ball down five, and he was playing the backup quarterback for Kansas City, and Kansas City got the stop. Yeah, backup quarterback yeah. doesn't play defense. I understand, but what what I what I mean is like that told me all I need to know. I look at these teams, and maybe from two to fifty three, Cleveland is better in a sense, and maybe slightly better, but. It all comes down to the quarterback, and, and as we were saying before, I'm not betting on Baker Mayfield. They to, to be fair, though, bolster their offensive line, protecting uh, Lamar Jackson. They don't have uh, J.K. Dobbins um, in this uh, offense, but I don't think it's going to matter a ton because their lead running back partly is Lamar Jackson in a sense. So I don't I know. Do I do think 
I this like is Baltimore. A div- this division is down to the two of them. Like Pittsburgh's not in this at all. I, I think we both agree. Um, and I have Cleveland as Cincinnati my wild card number three. I don't, I don't dislike Cleveland. I have them as my wild card number three. So I, I have Baltimore as my second wild card. So shout out to the Charm City. Um, okay, the AFC South. You go first this time. Okay, so this was the tease from before. This is the division that's already settled, in my opinion, the most out of any division. Um, Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, lock it up. No, it's Tennessee. Uh, Indianapolis is a mess. They're putting all their chips into uh, Carson Wentz. Houston's going to pick first in the NFL draft. And Urban Meyer uh, seems to be in a, a little bit over his head himself. I don't think that uh, that team buys in. And we'll see about T-Law. I think he's going to be good. He might be a little bit raw to start. Uh, I'd rather take Mr. Reliable in Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. You have um, Julio Jones suddenly in that mix. I think their offense with that Julio Jones Tr- tr- or I guess it was a signing or trade. I forgot how, how did Julio get. It was there? a trade. <laughs> Julio to the Tennessee. The I think that's a big deal for that offense because that, in my mind, it put me on the same. It put them in in my mind on the same level as like a Buffalo or a Kansas City as far as offensive firepower. Let's see how the team does it as as a whole against those teams because you know you got to stop Josh Allen, you got to stop Patrick Mahomes if you're going to beat them. But just to me, it's just by and far the best team in the division, and I don't think it's even close. Yeah, so uh, my friend Pete said a lot of really good things there. Uh, really, everything he said there was really good. So congratulations to my friend Pete. Really proud of Thank you. you. Um, and so I have a question. It's more about the Titans than really anything else, um, which is appropriate because we're talking about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so <laughs> this is a hard box to put teams in, but are the Titans in the box that's they have to do something significant this year or else it's a failure? Failure is an aggressive word, dramatic word, whatever, but of the non-Chiefs teams, and I think you would agree that it's Super Bowl or bust for the Chiefs. Like, you've got to get back. You've got to avenge last year. Um, yeah. So so that's the Chiefs' sort of MO this season. I think the Titans and the Bills, and maybe the Ravens, those are the – like, I don't think the Browns are right there. Like, I think there's another step to the Browns' you know, ride before think- you put them in this box. Like, I, like, Tennessee, they've knocked on the door enough times. Like they've got to, right. they've got to do something substantial. This, like that's why they traded for Julio Jones. Like this is supposed, this is supposed to be the final Infinity Stone. Like you're supposed to be ready to challenge. You're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender in the AFC. Yeah, the, these are these are the goals for those three teams. The Chiefs need to win the championship. That's where they are in the franchise. Buffalo needs to get to the Super Bowl. I, right. I think if Buffalo doesn't win the AFC title, that that's a failure at this point. I agree. Would you, is is that a fair statement to say for Tennessee too, or are they like no. a notch below Buffalo? I think a notch below. Buffalo. They've been to an AFC title game. You know what I mean? Like, if they're playing on Championship Weekend, I think a lot of people would see that as a great season and a success. It's really hard to make it to the final four teams in, in the NFL. It is incredibly difficult, and once you're there, you never know what can happen. I I, I really feel that way because the teams at that point are so good, uh, and there's so much film, and, and it's um. So I think getting there to the final four Championship Sunday. I could consider that a success, but they need to, they need to do that. Yes. I, I completely agree. It's lofty goals in Tennessee, especially when you consider this division and what they could have potentially like wrapped up by the time that the they may able to, they may, they may not be getting the buy, you know, per se, but they may have the division and their seating locked up or they might even get like a, you know, a pseudo buy week 17 to rest right. there before week 17. Like that's how bad this division is going to be. Uh, the rest People, of the People love to poke at the Patriots dynasty and say like, well, yeah, like they, the whole time they got to play against the AFC East, like that's true, but 
they they did it right like they want it like that's that yeah. that sounds simple but like it's not and you know we talked last week about how the AFC West has kind of been that way for a little bit right for the, both the Broncos and the Chiefs that that's something the Cowboys haven't done right is like they haven't taken advantage of this crappy division around them like it's not an easy thing no. and so at a certain point you mentioned you think Houston's going to have the top pick in the draft Trevor Lawrence is going to get there you know conceivably at a certain point in the future Indianapolis is its own mess but like at a certain point, this runs out. Like at a certain point, you know, yeah. things stabilize. You're no longer just, you know, king of, you know, a bad division. And so you have to take advantage if you're Tennessee. Like you have to win it with authority. You have to get there. Like I, I definitely believe that that's a goal for them. Uh, the AFC East. I think you're up first. No, am I up first? Who's up first? You go. You go ahead. The Buffalo Bills. Um, mm. This is my pick to win the AFC, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I know I picked them to win the AFC Championship game last year and I lost, so you know it is what it is. But I just I I don't believe that Josh Allen's gonna take a similar step this year. Obviously, that's not practical. I love the Manuel Sanders signing. I think the defense has to be better just because it, you know, that's Sean McDermott as a coach. I yeah. trust to figure that out. Um Buffalo, man, they're they're there. And I I, I think you're right. I think they have to go to the Super Bowl for this season to be considered a, a serious success. Yep, completely agree. They have to beat the Chiefs. That's that's it. Uh, I picked the Buffalo. I wanted to pick I, New England. I have I a question. I didn't have. I didn't. I didn't have the the gall to go mm. a, and bet on Mac Jones. But I really like the Patriots. I have. I have them making the playoffs in the second wild card, and I think they're going to be more competitive to Buffalo uh, than people want to give them credit for. Uh, I really think Bill Belichick went a little, as they would say, scorch earth in free agency really to revamp this team. They're getting a lot of people back from opt-outs and Mac Jones looks legit. He actually, I, I might go as far as to say, I, I think he looks the best out of the quarterbacks, maybe Zach Wilson, number two. Sure. Uh, and so um, the rookie quarterbacks, I should say. So I, I'm going to say Buffalo wins it kind of begrudgingly because of how much you, and how annoying you are about the Buffalo bills um, and new England will make it as a, the second wild card. I have new England as the third wild card. I think the answer to this is no, but do you think, would you be any less impressed if Buffalo won the AFC, but say, I don't know, Tennessee knocked Kansas City on the division around? So, you know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't, they didn't have to go through that giant. Would, would you be any less impressed? Because you, what, what we just yes. said are two different things. Like I said, they have to get to the Super Bowl. You said they have to beat Kansas City. Uh, well, so if, if those Chiefs two be, goals I mean, don't line up, playing on Championship Sunday. But that's so look, again, if the, if the hypothetically, hypothetically, if if Buffalo got to the AFC title game against somebody else, it would feel like the story of it would lack. This some actually, juice. this actually happened with the Chiefs with Tennessee knocking off New right. England, right? Uh, where it was just like was a little in bit 2019 left. to be clear, right? Right with, with New England, um, it was Tennessee who beat New England with with Rabel smiling and doing the, the bell check and running out the clock and at that point you're like whoa um so the chiefs don't need to go through the patriots who had beaten them the year before and won the super bowl and so uh yeah i mean it would be a little bit there'd be a little bit less juice but if kansas city's offensive line stays healthy that's what they'll be playing i mean there's no course, question about it. whatever anyway um okay so finally speaking of the chiefs the afc west the floor is yours pete um yeah, to me, it's the Chiefs. I like your point about the division getting better. Um, you know, talking with people in Kansas City, I'm not sure if fans are ready to realize that the AFC West is better than it was. Not, the Raiders are not included in that. Um, but the Denver Broncos, um, they're, they have one of the more complete teams in the league. They just need to figure out quarterback, which is why I'm, I'm still stunned that they 
went Sertan over taking Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. We'll see if Teddy Bridgewater is better. I, I tend to think he'll be slightly better than um, what was Drew Locke, but I, I just don't think it's it's good enough to get you the playoffs. The Los Angeles Chargers are my first wildcard team. I Same. think they I think they get into the playoffs. The Chiefs rebuilding and revamping their offensive line has gotten a lot of the headlines, but the LA Chargers did that as well. And I believe in Justin Herbert. And I, I think it's it's kind of a gift to fans that are not in the AFC West in the sense that you get these two guys going at it now uh, in Mahomes and, and Herbert, and you don't really have a dog in it. You just to get get to really enjoy the football game uh, for the next you know 10-something years because what I saw from Herbert was a guy who can maybe go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. I think the Chargers take a significant step with the new coaching staff. I think Austin Eckler's better, uh, the, the whole thing. And uh, and they we had joked about it on the show. They went as far as to rest all their starters because they didn't want to have their season. The Jaws uh, theory. Yeah, they didn't want to have their season ended before it started like it has been the past 10 years. And so uh, as I really like the Los Angeles Chargers, I just don't I don't think they're going to have more wins than the Chiefs. But it'd be really interesting if these teams meet for like that special third game in a postseason situation. Um, you'd wonder how that would go. I think everything you said is founded in logic, um, so it's hard to disagree with. Uh, me, Heifke says for Q and that Eagles pick Raiders to win the West. Q, uh, a great friend of mine, <laughs> does a great job covering the Raiders out in Vegas, uh, hosts the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Uh, and Pete, you obviously picked the Eagles. Uh, so um, the Raiders, I'm fine with that. Riding for my boy Q. You, you uh, basically, in the NFC East, it's almost an eeny, meeny, money most situation. It's like, that's not. It's, that's so... You you're a fan of the Look, Premier League. Like the NFC East should have been rele- relegated last year. Really, I and, mean they shouldn't even be playing in the NFL this year. Anyway, um, I certainly think the Chiefs are winning the division. I have the Chargers as my top odd card as well. This I'm not trolling, which I sometimes do to you, Pete. Um, yeah. I'm saying this with full seriousness. I don't think the Chiefs are the the one seat this year. I think it's so difficult to do that year in and year out, and to the Chiefs' credit, they have done it longer than most, and I, yeah. I and they've they've experienced a huge ride of health um, in that time I, frame. And I, th- I think, yeah, and I'm I'm gonna hate to tell you tell you this, I, and I don't think you're the only victim of this. There's just a lot of Super Bowl 55 bias right now on the Chiefs. Uh, people forgot how good Mahomes is. They did. Uh, they I, don't, tru- I don't think they truly did. How, how good he is. There's I, no, it, I no think team the, in the no team the good, in the the, is gonna his goodness has a has a. a uh, control like his goodness can be plexiglassed you know what i mean to a certain degree like that to you know like if patrick mahomes is able to play every regular season game this year that they want to start him let's say then they're they're going to have the most wins in the conference rj i just i don't i it's like first of all i think this is the year where a lot of the cute mahomes records fall the like He's never Why? lost. What, is, he's, what has shown you? Because that? they're not sustainable. Like they're not. Again, he is a super freak that he has done what nobody has ever done. Nobody is taking any of that away from him. I think what well, you're seeing right now, and you, again, you're you're a victim of it. It's that Patriots like boredom. It, it's boring. It's boring as hell. I'll be the first to admit it. I run arrowheadpride.com. It's going to be boring for the next five to ten years because you might have one year where another team wins the conference. And I covered Alex Smith. Like this, is, I always tell people, go back to my Alex Smith days. Watch me as I'm picking the other team in in the games each and every week. You can't pick against the Chiefs. Like you 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 pick against Mahomes, you end up looking silly. I it's he's a freak. He's the best quarterback, and he's going to be the best quarterback of all time. It's unbelievable to watch, and I get it. It's boring. And that's why you're picking the I, Bills. I think when they're you, not gonna they're not when gonna you win. inject 
when you inject the Super Bowl fact, 55 bias. So is there any question that the Chiefs overall six divisional games are more difficult than Buffalo's? When you factor in the two games against the Chargers, and then again, the, the, depends on. The I don't Jets. think the I don't think the Raiders are, the Jets, are better than are the than, Jets than, better than the Raiders with Wilson now. They might be. No, but but again, I don't think the Raiders are better than the Chiefs. Let me be very clear about this. But I think the Raiders are one of those weird teams that gets up for very stupid things. Like the, the Raiders specifically sure. care about beating the Chiefs, and so and we've seen that, right? Like there's there's evidence to support I, that. I I agree with you, and, and so. The Raiders won. Say, they were the only team that, besides the Bucks, to beat the Chiefs last year because the Week right. Seventeen game they were resting starters. Wow, so. Chiefs lost to both Pirates. Interesting. That's <laughs> true. That's a good point. That I can agree with. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, my point here is there is regression to the mean, and even if you are the exception, like th- there is regret, and and the exception you are counting on being is the exception of all exceptions, and so the sustainability of that math is so impractical. And so there, again, injuries will catch up. Weird tips and calls will catch up. And so I don't in any way, shape or form, believe the chiefs won't be a good team. Won't be a great but team. I just think that lot. I think the logic of, well, it's happened, you know, the two years in a row that doesn't have anything to do with this year. Like just because they won back to back AFC title games, but they've they've been the top year, seed in the AFC three years in a row, have they not? No, it it affects the the 2019 season. They were the number two seed, but they were still oh, getting right. the buy the buy because of they did that was the last year of the of the two buys the, the double top, buys right, right. correct. I I just I, I I know regression of the mean and, and I get it analytics yada yada numbers not my thing whatever. It has nothing to do with this year. Just because they've won it three years in a row doesn't impact this year at all. It, I, they, but so, if anything, but like, they're, 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 more, they're, more, they're more apt with this offensive line. Um, rebuild. That's not even true, though. Their right guard is a rookie sixth-round pick who the fell. Center, right who, guard and right tackle are rookies, yes. Right. So, I mean, I'm only talking about the right guard. But to, to that point, and, and again, Trey Smith, very talented player, fell for a very specific reason, not trying to relitigate sure. all that. But my point is like, there are these very specific, you know, I don't want to call them like pieces of duct tape. Like that's not what they are. These are legitimate decisions the Chiefs made. And to their credit, they they recognize but the true you're, problem. You're, and you're citing injuries, which can happen for your champion as well. And sure. so like if, if all the teams stay healthy, you're really picking Buffalo. I mean, come on. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. Are you can you can you look at yourself in the mirror and pick the I, Buffalo Bills? If the, all I these think, teams. If you could shut off injuries in Madden, you would pick if, the Bills. If you could shut off injuries, like, and if you could simulate the season with injury free, obviously it's the Chiefs. But again, like Buffalo's still on that. But why can't like, but in your argument, in, why can't Buffalo get injured? Why can't Josh Allen get an injury? And, you know and, what I mean? and like, to, to that point, Josh Allen can regress to the mean from an accuracy perspective, and that could derail my entire Buffalo argument. Like that's a very possible thing too. But I, the I'm the, just, I I know it's the, boring, the, and I'm the saying, superhumanness of Mahomes. Do, do yourself a favor. And and to be fair, like that logic has worked out very well for three years now. And again, <laughs> like he's and that's that's I get where you're coming from. All I'm saying is like that ride will end, and it won't end like it will go from you know it will flip 180 degrees. But that ride will get more difficult. And I'm not saying that every loss will be like the Super Bowl. But I just I. I just disagree completely. This is this is exactly like what people said about have t- said about Tom Brady for 15 years. In my That's opinion. True. That's true. And, and, and again, and, you're, and, you're and, banking yes. on this being that Tom, situation. Tom which Brady is fair to bank on right now. Tom Brady may fall off, but a lot of people said that now for five or six years running. 
Right. Who is, and, and it's boring. Watching Brady hold the Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi trophy, is boring. Who is, if there's an AFC team, I mean, because right now it sounds like if you and I have to pick a non-Chiefs team, I'm picking yeah. Buffalo, you're picking Baltimore. Who is the one that we're not giving enough credence to? That could be the, I, I, is I, it I'm, the Chargers? I might not be picking Baltimore. I'm The reason the Chargers are the fifth seed is because they're in the division with the Chiefs. I think the LA Chargers might be better than all of these teams. Cleveland, Buffalo, Baltimore. They're just not getting enough love because they have been a victim of injuries and it's hurt mm. their record and their results. If they can stay healthy, I think they can go toe-to-toe with Baltimore, Buffalo, and Cleveland, in my opinion. And it's not a popular pick, especially in Kansas City, but I could see the Chargers making some noise in, in the postseason. Um, and we'll see if it, it ends up being, it would have to be a really particular set of circumstances for the Chiefs and Chargers to meet in what would be the title game uh, because of the way the Yeah, it would happen in the divisional round. They'd likely right. play in the, what, the division round, the divisional round. Well, if um, you're, but that'd be an interesting, in, in, that'd be a really interesting game. In, if they're third in time Pete's playing. world where the Chiefs are only the one seed, they could only meet in the <laughs> title game. But if the Chiefs are not the one seed, Right, like, th- like as a football fan, like to your point, it's boring. Whatever, blah blah. I want to see something interesting, and I think the most interesting, the most compelling thing is a Chargers Chiefs playoff game because, yeah, and, and be. you know, and you know this, if the Chargers beat the Chiefs, like I'm, I'm going to be relentless to you if the Cowboys beat the Bucks on Thursday, like we said, because it's going to be like Dak did what Mahomes couldn't do, and it will annoy you, and that will be what, what gives me joy. <laughs> There's but, no way that well, happens. But go, okay, go ahead. again, yes. but you get you get where I'm like the point of annoyance, but yes. If the Chargers beat the Chiefs in the playoffs this year, uh, whether it's in the divisional or the wild card round or the title game, the takes will Pete, you won't you won't be able to like look at the internet for a while because the takes will be like Herbert has surpassed surpassed Mahomes, the the true king of the AFC West is Justin Herbert. Like the the Chiefs are falling fine. off. Like if he will... can win, if he if if <laughs> if he can win an Arrowhead, he would deserve it. But yeah, I actually I really think I go in my AFC rankings. I go. I have Buffalo a little bit lower. I go Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens, Buffalo, then Cleveland, in my opinion. I probably like, and rankings are a different thing than projections how the season ends. But rankings, I go Chiefs, Bills, Browns, Browns, Chargers, Ravens. But like, like, it's so hard to put the Ravens fifth. Like, that sounds dumb, but the AFC is just that loaded. So, um, hey, should be fun. And it's it's all getting started, baby. This was a good back and forth. Uh, Pete, anything you want to say? That this is this is it. This is it right now. Because next time we do this song and dance, there will be 15 games in the rearview mirror because we'll have Mond Day Night Football uh, right. to look forward to. Uh, so and la- last chance or forever hold your peace. How about them Buccaneers? We'll see you next week. Pete loves you. Thanks for being late, Pete. <laughs>